You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Woo! All right, wow. So it's been a couple weeks. Uh, we It, uh, it was called... Uh... New Year, same pod was last episode. Uh, this is Through the Island, I think, episode 71. Go uh, go, go! fuck yourself, you ugly bastard. Uh, Getty Malkin. Uh, it rocked when when uh, Brendan Witt rocked your shit that, that first year that he was on the team. You remember that? Oh, I remember that. Oh, I fucking stood him up at the blue line, and he just, like, fell. Like, oh, he fell like a pin, just, like, over... And then had to go down the hall and just everybody cheering this. Yes. It was really, it, it, it's formative times. Um, but uh, yeah, so while it's a uh, new year, same pod, it's not the same coach of the New York Islanders, baby, because this episode is through the Wahland. Okay. Patrick Wah is the Islanders head coach already we got a game of him yelling up and down the bench uh but geez i don't i've been saying for such a long time that the thing about the islanders is that they they have changed they haven't they haven't embraced it and i wasn't sure what the thing what that thing was going to be what the catalyst to finally push it be, over the edge was because because the the uh you know the the shutter uh the Sutter comparison that that Mike, who is uh, he's he's a uh, he's we're not sure if he's going to make it make it out. You know, he's he's been uh, he's been banged up, but but we'll see if he if he's able to gut out um, some shifts here. But, you know, Daryl Sutter was the idea of like just because that's a hard ass and and that's just a hard ass as pure punishment. There's no there is no constructive hard assery to punitive coaching. Yes, yes. And and it's also stylistically the whole idea of moving on from trots, if you're to believe that, you know, uh whichever story you believe was that they wanted to modernize and and speed up their game. Going to Sutter would not be that. You would just have it would be the opposite. Me- you have mean Barry Trots. That's what you would have. Very cool. Um but you know, and I so it wasn't sure and and just all the other names like they didn't get me as hyped as this. Like you know, like Dean Evison seemed like interesting guy guys that that have been have been successful but just aren't at a place now, mm-hmm. or and and don't have any allegations uh, against them any 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 uh, skeleton whittling down the list. Ske- yeah, yeah. The, the skeleton yeah. situation is yeah. enormous. So the skeleton, yeah, the skeleton, the skeleton situation is crazy. I'm not sure if you've been paying attention to it's, the culture it's of the sport. Of Halloween in here. Yeah, it's it's rough, but. 
so yeah, you know, there were names that I I would have been like, all right, cool with like, I'm going to watch anyway. So, but, but, um, and I like Bruce Boudreaux, like everybody, everybody that I liked, Everson was just like the, the best other option just by virtue of me not knowing much about him mm-hmm. as to not know like a fatal flaw of like Bruce Boudreaux, like, oh, players coach, great guy, but like they don't win. Ever. They they don't win the big ones. Mm-hmm. So um, but Patrick Waugh, I, I that I I me being the last person in the chat to find out because I was I was like running what errands. Were you, what be- were you doing? You were out? I was running errands before uh, my show this past Saturday. Shout out to anybody that came through. Uh, uh, like it was a doors were like loaded was five. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like running errands. Lauren and I were doing uh, wedding planning stuff. So like uh, my fiance, Lauren, not Mike's, not Mike's wife, not Mike's Lauren. Um, uh, wait, what were we talking about? Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I threw some millies down before this, uh, before <laughs> well, I hit record. Uh, I actually don't even know what that means, but we mm-hmm. were talking about uh, when you found out about. The- oh yeah, yeah. So so anyway, I, I was running errands, and I had like I like to shower before sh- uh, a set uh, when I can. I just I've like to feel clean. I I brush my teeth before I get on stage. I did mm. that randomly one night before like a show in Chicago or something. We had like, mm-hmm. a nice screen room with a nice bathroom. And I was like, I'm going to brush my teeth. And something about like the big stage fans hitting my just minty fresh mouth. It feels felt, nice, man. Th- my swag was turned on. And ever since then, every night I brush my teeth before playing a show. Try it. I mean, it's I'll, I'll try it. I mean, I just I just brush my teeth uh, right before doing right before hitting record. Uh, because I, I took a shower after the gym. I'm also clean shaven in, in, in respect to in solidarity with yes. uh, new Mr. Wah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was the last person. So I, yeah, I like it, it, it hit like around three o'clock. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I, you know, showering, especially the singing, like in the winter it, uh, Oh my goodness. We have a run in. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Oh, Wow. Oh my goodness. He's gutted it out. He's gutted it out. (laughs) Oh my Lord. Uh, That's his music. That's that's Mike's music. It's the Royal Rumble. (laughs) (laughs) The boys are buzzing. This is a disaster. (laughs) Mike coming in. We can't even uh, like ride the momentum of Mike riding in because he, he he had to, he could have also just, you're in now. Uh, hey, uh, all right. So I'm, I'm in for like 15 minutes. My wife just got surgery. I'm kind of, uh, at her beck and call right now, but I, listen, I told her, I told her, Bill Kessel, stop, Bill Kessel, stop. <laughs> I told her, yeah, <laughs> keeping keep the streak alive. Mike has a streak of, I think like maybe three episodes that he had to keep up. I don't I, even think I, it's three. No, I don't think it's three either. Uh, I had to. <laughs> I I had to. I told her. I said, "Listen, I need I need to take a quick shift. I need to take a, a quick shift, really quick. Talk about. Uh, I need to talk about Patrick Wah. Yeah, 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 Wah. yeah. You you can dive in. I was just saying. I was the last person in the chat to find out. So it was amazing no, to like have not. all of that. Scott. Oh, no. Scott was. That's right. So, the the way that it happened was everyone kind of found out. I, I honestly, in in pretty funny fashion, Pete goes, "Wow, 
And I go, did you just see? Did you just see Nathan McKinnon assist Logan O'Connor's hat? I swear to God, the fact that you were just meant to to step on the Islanders with the Avalanche, you were just destined to do that. This could this be karma? Could this be karma reversing that? Um, could be. Could be. Maybe. It could be. So everyone kind of found out. We were kind of buzzing for about two hours, and Scott just didn't have his phone near him, and uh, I had to text him and say, "Hey, man." Patrick Waugh just got hired as the head coach of the Islanders, and and his response was pretty like he thought I was kidding. I think, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah. Let's. So what? How? Uh, what have I interrupted? How far? How deep into this? Are no, you? no. I, I was about to transfer it over to to Christian. We're just getting into literally oh, this the 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 shock the the, the shock and all. Like I, I was just mentioning how I found out literally. At getting dressed to head to to Loden for the show, so I was like, just right. I was trying to think about the show, and I couldn't even like int- I couldn't engage in the group chat. I had to like pick up my, uh, our basis and then get to the show. So, pick him up Christian, from darts practice. Yes, my have you, <laughs> you have you ever had a gig like that? Like uh, uh, whether you're on tour, like uh, have you ever been on tour and then something big hockey wise happens and you kind of are have to be on your phone. And and it's almost like uh, I, I've had this happen to me. I think twice. I think once was a big playoff win, and the other time was a trade deadline thing, where I was kind of just like uh, unavailable for the entire day, other than to play the set. You know what I mean? Uh, I have a distinct memory of being on tour when Steven Stamkos was going into free agency. The and PK I, Subban yes thing, uh, uh, and I was. Uh, I was on tour with they rocked except, I was on tour except with a band it, from uh, Florida and uh-huh. two of the people in the band are big uh, lightning uh, fans. Right. Uh-huh. Boo. Where's he going to go? Hit him in Where's the head. Go. And we're just like in, Hit the him in the chest on some crazy <laughs> uppercut their heads in outer space. Crazy stretch, well, this of, is... stretch of Midwest highway. Oh, he resigned. He resigned. And everyone is gloating about it. And I was upset. Well, you know, this is pre. So this is the lightning pre islanders uh like this is pre, pre the real beef. hatred yes. yeah pre real hatred for the lightning and i i distinctly even remember my dad being like i like the lightning they have knocked out the rangers um they they knocked out the rangers in a conference final i'll never forget that as well because i went to go see uh it was a game to, seven yeah, i, I get back to too. patrick lawsuit guys yeah but it was it was a game <laughs> seven <laughs> It was a conference final, the Rangers and the Lightning. Mike has limited and, minutes and he's burning them. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of sticking. I'm doing cardio right now. Like get the Patrick Wad, Jesus Christ. I'm <laughs> I'm making blind passes uh every Oh, and Waz just looking at like Waz yelling at you. Red, he's red. You're gonna oh, see the guys you're gonna see this a lot. So bench. get to you know, Mike, as the because of your, Listen, your disloyalty I, to the Islanders. You have a unique. This this is the most through the island and arguably the most you thing. I'll give you credit it's, for it. I, yeah. That's the one thing I'll get. I, you, you use your one compliment of the year, buddy. It's over. <laughs> so it's only going down from here. It's Just early in the reminder. year. It's used up. We punched it. Well, okay. Uh, I'm let let me just say this. I'm gonna tell that story. I'll tell that story next pot. Is what I'll okay. say. And I'll, I'll remember it. I'll remember. It. It's an interesting story. Um, but either way, hey, either way. <laughs> Uh, Patrick Waugh is the head coach of the Islanders. Okay, so uh, honestly, guys, I'm kind of buzzing right now because let's 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 talk about let's talk about this. Who is the one coach 
that I had been saying, like, if they're going to replace Lane Lambert, which I was, I, I think I was very much in favor of patience. I was very much in favor of patience. I was kind of in favor of if they crawl into the playoffs, they crawl into the playoffs. I like the roster. Let's see what happens. I think that we 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 all hit a point where we're like, I, I really do think change is necessary. Like, I, I think that... I think that the room is kind of um, you just you just felt the vibes were off. I think I think everything felt deflated. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, my my do you, my big one was what about Daryl Sutter? Honestly, Patrick Wall wasn't on my radar, and and it's because it, it's honestly because he had the he 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 had his coaching stint with the Avalanche, and then he left so abruptly. And I know that's like a I I the cardinal I, I, sin. It it is, but at the same time, I do think that it's treated that everyone, way. I mean, it's treated yeah. like you know, it's and he, he but, also left abruptly, uh, sort of last minute, wasn't it? Deep into the off season. Oh yeah, man, it, it was in like August, August. mid August. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was. It, <laughs> it, was, it was like all- it's like three weeks before like training camp <laughs> starts cool. or some shit. Yeah, and 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 the reason for it specifically was the the rumor is it's because Joe Sackick wanted to go in a different direction. He wanted to be patient and build. And Wah was like, I really think that the pieces that we have, which to be fair, you know, this was the, when they had Duchesne, I think O'Reilly was still on the roster this summer. Um, There's like a lot they of talent. Had pieces. Yeah. They, they really did have a lot of talent. Um, they, they had Varlamov and net um, who Wah likes. Um, and it was a thing where he was just like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm clearly not getting through to you. I'm gone. He's got the thing is he's he's always had a temper. I think that's like a a, a widely known thing about Patrick Waugh. You you see our kind of guy, coaching. our kind of yeah. guy. I I'll, I will literally never forget the first game that he coached, and I know that everyone knows this now. But the you know when he tried to fight Bruce Boudreaux, the first game that he coached. That was the first, not the last. No, it was the first game. <laughs> that's that he crazy. And that's cool. The, it's it's the thing it's the thing that I was most excited about, which is he th- that really set the tone for that season, and that season was very Islanders like, where it was like the odds are against us, the analytics are like kind of you know th- they were riding high on quote unquote luck, which fine, I'm sure, yeah, and you know how the abs broadcasters are. There's some unreal clips of them kind of gloating when the av you know uh, w- when the avalanche would win these games improbably um after being outshot outchanced whatever you know they keep saying they uh they keep saying they can't do it well they're doing it that kind of shit um and I- i'll never forget that first game really set the tone where it was like i think a lot of that has to do with belief in the room which he talked about but it's these guys will run through a wall for this guy Dude. because he is so fiery he, I, I, I'll never forget that look in his eye where I was like, he's gonna fucking choke Bruce Boudreaux. He's I mean, gonna even, jump the... in in the I, in the press conference last night, listening to him talk about how much he loves, or like it might have been in his hiring press conference when he talked about how much he loves hockey mm-hmm. and like yeah, how much does. the game means to him. Yes, Beautiful. it's yeah. Un- yeah. I've, I, uh, he is, he's a very emotional. He was a very emotional player. He's a very emotional coach. But but I, I really do think the Islanders are getting him at, at a great time where we talked about this with Lane Lambert. I really wouldn't be surprised if we see Lane Lambert in a handful of years come back and be a really solid coach. I think that these guys learn a lot. I think that his stint um, as uh, coaching in junior specifically and, and just uh, – I never watched a game of uh, – I've seen maybe some highlights, but I've never watched – I watched I watched the Memorial Cup highlights – that kind of stuff. But I, I never watched full full games of that team. But all you hear about is how well-structured, disciplined, and, the, and and 
again, how they would do anything for this coach that that team kind of the vibe, which kind of, which kind of synthesizes everything like that, that kind of synthesizes this like offensive energy that they've Mm -hmm. been trying to have, but they, they haven't been able to bottle it in any functional, like, Mm -hmm. uh, consistent style with a, a, uh, a kind of compact team mentality like you had in the trots one of the things i'm glad that you mentioned trots essentially he was big on everyone know their role and that's one of the that's one of the things that you that you heard about that team which was everyone had a role they knew it and they did it um obviously i'm taking words let's ride but that's just the concepts let's fucking ride So, so if you combine that kind of like all right i've i've really kind of honed in what kind of system i want to play uh, what kind of coach I want to be. And you combine that with the fieriness that never goes away. And I'm sure that like, I'm sure that there is a, an aspect of Patrick Waugh that will be a cooler head. You know what I mean? Um, like, I I don't know if we would see Patrick Waugh go off on Matt Duchesne for scoring, celebrating a, a goal that puts them, uh, you know, uh, uh, his 30th goal of the season makes it a four to one. And he's upset that Matthew Shane is celebrating. I don't think you hear him say that in a press conference. Now. I think that kind of gets dealt with in, in the, in the room. room. And I think that that's like an important step of uh, that's, that's important for, I think kind of the team uh, uh, culture and like the way that they're, they're glued together where it's like, they, you know, he rides for these guys, but he's not going <laughs> to, He's not going to embarrass them. He, I, I do think he will speak candidly about them as a group if he's unhappy with the way that they're, with they're playing. But I, I don't think he's an individual call-out guy. I, I think that's one of the things that I will that we'll see from him less the individual call-out type stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, 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 I want to get I want to get Christian in the cut here, and this will also transition to something that I, I want both of you to talk about, which is, uh, so Beal, wh- where are you in the? Uh, optimism versus concern percentages between uh, on the on the wa sign uh, wa higher. Uh, let's say seventy thirty. Um, mm-hmm. I, and why? I, I have been in the same camp as uh, I assume both of y'all, or it seems like both of y'all from our conversations in the chat. Of I think that a lot of this is a uh, a lot of the issues and difficulties this year have been systemic problems and not necessarily. Definitely roster or individual problems um so i think that if you can bring in uh somebody that has essentially the opposite energy of lane lane is like a fucking tombstone on the bench by comparison <laughs> uh essentially um, what, the but, hell? Yeah, what, what the hell yeah it's it's funny it's it's funny because i i i distinctly remember him being fiery in a celebrating victory sense um but not in a we need to be better like yelling at the guys sense which i think is Mm -hmm. like 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 you're saying tombstone-esque in a they get scored on it is the 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 thing where they get scored on the camera literally immediately paints the (laughs) ben and hill music plays yeah it's yeah it's insane where i yeah i think i the one thing i pointed out last night in the chat was I, I said, get ready to see how red his face gets. You're going to see, like, and, and we saw it last night even. He mm-hmm. was screaming. His his face gets very red. But go ahead. After go ahead. they I scored. After they scored. Yeah, yeah, after they scored. It was very That's cool. Right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling optimistic because I also think, aside from him being a great player, 
uh, and a great hockey mind um, and uh, maybe sort of like the antithesis of like stuff that has proved to not be functional thus far this season. I think Mm -hmm. coming into a situation where, uh, you know, there's plenty of tape from the last year and a half of Mm -hmm. what works and what does not uh, being able to analyze that stuff and then implement a system or implement solutions uh, onto, uh, you know, the way that the team has been playing thus far. uh, I think that you, you know, you or the team stands to like, vastly improved because again they only need to have marginal league average defense and they're going to be you know top of the standings because of the goaltending being so good and yeah because of the goaltending and because of their offense because of the power play (laughs) taking off like yeah yeah shore up the penalty kill shore up the gaps um you know shore up some of like the forward support so uh, defensemen can sort of step up on the play or not do the thing that they're glued to the net front or like just mm-hmm. kind of floating in the slot. They can actually pursue along the boards and they have like mm-hmm. uh, second man coming down, actually, you know, helping, which never seemed to be a thing in lane world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mm-hmm. think like, you know, you do that, you keep the puck to the outside, it opens up uh, more lanes for breakout passes. And then you kind of let the offense uh, continue to synthesize and gel kind of the way that it has. Yeah, I'm curious to see how he lets the offense breathe. Because, again, I do think that, like, just thinking back to that, there was a really magical Avs season that it was his first it was his first season as the coach, and I think a lot of it was a lot, like, I, I, I think a lot of it was them going to war for each other. And I think that we're... we're we're losing that a little bit when we saw so much of it in the, uh, the, the, the trot, those trots teams, I agree. We're, we were losing that a little bit with, with lane. Um, and, and so the, my, my two the fire was gone, part. man. Fire was gone. Yeah. And so my, my, my two thoughts are, are not contradicting each other, but they're, they're different. They're different. Cause, cause that, that has nothing to do with, with how he lets the offense breathe or anything like that. I am. I'm curious just to see um, any, any changes that are his style going from, the junior team that had so much success to this uh, Islanders team and kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where my memory brings me. I think everyone's memory goes to pulling the goalie early um, and, and, and the emotion, but I'm, <coughs> you know, I'm, I may have to pull a couple of like, I may have to go on YouTube, watch some highlights of some of those, some of those big games from, uh, from that year. I, if I'm not mistaken, the first year was, was Nate's uh, rookie year. I got. I, I got to say, with with Wa, with Wa, like, it it feels like so he has the energy, but it also feels like he has uh just such a great read of the game from an adjustment standpoint, um, or just a, a really strong pulse of of the team at all times, uh, and like I, I wonder how much of that just has to do with like literally being a goalie, you have to be paying attention mm-hmm. the entire time to every single thing. Yeah. And and I feel like that that might be why he gets so passionate about the ideas that he has. I know just like as as someone that plays goalie when you're just sitting there you're in your head you're thinking out what you want to see the play be because you're like reading the game happening. He's he's obviously doing that at the highest level ever. Um mm-hmm. so like he's he's the fucking legend and and uh yeah. So 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 it we was get to, we, we, it, it was Nate's rookie year, 
it was Nate's rookie year that 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 was Patrick's first year. Um, yeah, man, I am. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, 2014. Yeah, look at that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, I remember. So, I I, I just remember that being a really magical season, and because these guys wanted to go to war for each other. Um, and I don't, you know, I, I, I know the roster had its, uh, definitely had its holes, but I do, I just, I think he's the right guy for this team, man. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little more insightful about this next episode in terms of, uh, watching, uh, at least a, a cluster of highlights from that year of games that I remember specifically that playoff, uh, series they play against the wild. Um, yeah, man, I'm. I, I I literally think it's a perfect hire, and I can't believe that I didn't think about it. Um, um, <clears throat> Beal. So we have to. We also have to. And while we still have Mike here, um, unless you had had more on Wa, you want to finish your finish your walk up if you had one. But uh, I want to get while Mike's here. Uh, say, saying see you at the crossroads, uh, bozo to Lane Lambert. Oh, oh, I wish him nothing. I wish him nothing but the best. I agree. Uh, I, I I I think that like I hope I mean lands crossroads. That that's a good thing, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's truth. Um, if you think about it, it's quite beautiful. See you later, bozo. Um, <laughs> rest in. No, I yeah I I I I wish him well. Um, you know, it's just we we've spoken about this. It's so strange to hear thousands and thousands of people chanting for someone to lose their job. Yes, I, I was thinking about that a lot today. The, the energy felt really bad. Every time, and and but the frustration literally, you needed to force a change. Like you need, like I, I think, yeah, it's part of the. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna hate on fans for doing that. Like I get, you can feel like, no, uh, me either, me either. It's but like I, it's I don't know to tell. Sometimes sports, sport, I don't know, and and you're gonna have weird like, yes, situations like that. That's being human. Uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah. we got we we gotta we gotta get to to uh the lane i mean i'll i'll do a quick thing on lane really quick and then and then i'll i'll head off but i i think my thing with i i my, my quick thing with lane ultimately is that uh i just don't i i think that like there's a lot of praise when you hear his name from like nhl circles and there's a reason why he was hired to be the coach and the reason he was hired to be the coach is specifically because lou thought he was going to lose him to another team um I think that like he does, you know, I, I really truly believe that you don't get to be the head coach of an NHL team by accident. Um, you know, as much as people want to think that, and they think that like, you know, it's boring to have recycled retreads, you know, these guys are really good at their job uh, for a reason. And, and new guys get, get opportunities all the time. You know, uh, like it, it might not be, you. Lo- it, it's just the fact that it isn't one and done for people bothers for coaches bothers people. Sometimes it feels like, strangely um but yeah I, I i think that it may take a little while I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens like if he takes an assistant job somewhere else if he coaches in a different league um if maybe there's a spot for him in nashville i'm i'm like uh, pretty curious to see yeah I mean, you, you stepbrothers you know, back together <laughs> I, 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 I could see that and you know where else i could see something happening is maybe maybe columbus you know, like they, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on uh, what this kind of his tenure with the Islanders, what that looks like uh, to other teams. I don't know. I don't know. I, 
that I um, think that, that that would be a, a not a bad fit. I I think uh, I think he would have been a good fit on a team like Detroit, where the um, I know that the the stakes seem higher than they have in the past, but like I just don't think that that city. I don't. I'm sure they're sick of not being in the playoffs, but um, I think it might have worked better. He would have had a bit of a longer leash there. It wouldn't have been as urgent as somewhere like the Islanders. They're uh, a little more. St- they're they're still technically on the rebuild, even if they're at the later stages of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. I like I like his cool hair. I know some people started clowning on it as. as <laughs> I like his cool hair. I, I like his hair too. He looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had, um, he had he had kind of an Al Bundy vibe at the end there. Yeah. It went from cool, <laughs> it went from it, it did go from cool to a little lame. And my I guess my last thing I'll say is uh, as cool as he was, he's 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 certainly not cooler than Patrick Waugh. <laughs> Patrick Waugh's he's just one of the cooler it's, guys. It's so fucking cool, man. It is. It's re- it's so strange to see him. In and Lane colors. Lane was just Millhouse's dad type energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bro, we're really beating the shit out of him on this episode huh? <laughs> i yeah so i this wish him gta style where you just keep hitting them you yeah. just keep hitting them you keep hitting them you keep hitting them because you, you can really you can really keep hitting them for a long amount of time <laughs> a surprisingly long amount of time i tell you what um all right i i think i i think i think it's time for me to hop off unless anyone has any other questions other than uh um, Oscar o- Oscar nominations go up tomorrow, which will oh be the, the, the picture for the nominations will go up tomorrow, um, which yeah. is pretty exciting. I got I uh, listen, I got I'm I'm really glad that my uh, I got Emma Stone winning Best Actress, uh, which obviously that doesn't happen for a little while. She's definitely gonna get nominated. I, I have to rush it off, but no, I, now I get to talk about this whole <laughs> other category. Right. I have to stop talking about the hockey. Paul Giamatti. Don't you have another thing? Don't you have another thing where you can talk about this? I do, and I will. Um, <laughs> my my uh, my movie podcast, The Juice. Um, listen, guys, it's wow. Been a, what a selfless, what a selfless setup by me. It's you been really a pleasure. should thank me, honestly. It's been a pleasure. It's I'm waiting. It was a, a tap in. It was thank you. Is uh like when when someone scores a goal and they start pointing at the guy who passed it. You you yeah. You, 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 like, <laughs> <laughs> Great fucking bets. Christian with the secondary assist. Um, uh, boys, I hope that uh, I hope that the rest of the episode goes really well. Um, and we bu- we're buzzing. We're buzzing one. so far, man. I'll see you on the next one. See you soon, Mike. Good see luck. ya. Let's go, Islanders. Nice, Patrick. Wow. <laughs> oh, now that Mike has ended his overextended shift, uh, I can finally tell you about DraftKings. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. And, you know, like looking at it here, it's like, uh, interesting. Tomorrow, Islanders play the, uh, probably when you're listening to this, the Islanders are playing the, the Golden Knights again. That happened last time. Interesting. Because of the, but yeah, so download DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours.
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. And now, back to... Um, so, so, Lane... I feel like you 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 had a lot of crit, like unique criticisms of, of Lane or just just precise criticisms of Lane. Uh, mostly just uh, specific, yeah, but mostly like uh, in regards to the lack of any sort of adjustment that seemed to make any sense. Um, it just sort of it sort of seemed like oh nothing's working time to throw the lines in a blender time to let's put Matt Martin out there for eight of the last nine minutes like oh we'll get to that we'll get yeah. to that um but he, here's the thing in contrast fucking bachelor party oh, fucking bas- oh no oh my god fucking oh no Matt Martin ruined your bachelor party he fucking did man damn dude it, it like uh and like friends of mine that 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 don't watch hockey. Yes. Just like got to experience Matt Martin. There's a guy that was walking by in the in the concourse. Oh, wait, shout out to our fan Jacob. Got to got to talk Jacob. on the pod uh, in the concourse. It was great. Uh, but there's a guy we're waiting in the like uh, you know concourse for everybody to get out. And there's just a guy that's like middle aged with his like uh, wife and a kid, and uh, he's just like he's just like. He was like apoplectic, just like just like shout yelling, like all Matt Martin had to fucking do was clear the fucking park. <laughs> he was like he was livid, dude. <laughs> do you do you feel that your uh, do you feel that your non hockey friends that were in attendance uh, for the debacle, uh, do you feel like they got a little bit more of an insight into you as like a human being, the uh, the uh, the suffering that Matt Martin uh, inflicted upon me? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my best man Todd, uh, he was next to me mm-hmm. uh, right before they right before they scored the 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 tying goal. Um, because I could just I could just read the the the, the gaps that they were losing. You felt it, yeah, I I could see the gaps that they were losing, and just the the points were just inching in. Like that that's what happens is the points work their way to like the inner yeah, like the high inner closer circle and closer. Yeah, and and uh, the, it's an insane it's an insane shot to give up so frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I I I I lost my my thought as to what we were talking about. Okay. Um. So here's the thing that I noticed. I watched the the WA presser, right? The post game mm-hmm. presser. And the thing that I always loved about Barry's post game pressers was uh. that even when it was a bad loss or maybe not even a bad loss. Maybe it was like a well-fought game or a game they should have won, but lost. Um, you know, you have the recency bias of up the, fu- our pets heads are falling off the fucking, you know, the whole blow the whole thing up. You have like that momentary, uh, like gut feeling. Um, 
Barry always had a way of speaking about the game, either the specific game or the game in general, that always kind of, I've heard Mike talk about this, calm me down, talk me, or talk the fan base off the ledge. I felt like I had a clearer understanding of, you know, uh, where the team had gone wrong outside of like the way that I perceived the game having, you know, gone awry. I felt like I like learned about the sport of hockey in a deeper way frequently when he would speak on things. And I just got the sense that like he was in control of the situation at all times, even if things seemed bleak for certain stretches. And during Lane's tenure, I never felt that same comfort. It seemed like it was a lot of like denialism about there being issues and like, yo, how are you going to seek to address, you know, uh, problems with the on-ice product if you can't admit that there are problems with the on-ice product or you're not willing to like... He would, he would, he would say, I wish I knew what, what to say. Like, he would basically do, literally sometimes express that he did not know what to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I just think that like, you know, uh, the way that uh, Patrick Waugh was speaking about the game uh, after the game, it reminded me a lot of Barry and it reminded me a lot of like uh you know the sense that there was someone in command of the ship and that like hey that was great we won I noticed <laughs> all these problems yo we had we gave up 40 shots on our our goaltender and 17 of them came off of turnovers we need to limit turnovers if we're going to be successful here's how we're going to do it and discussing that type yeah. of stuff I just I think that that is that is something that I miss personally and I think you know, growing up in Islander fan or growing up a New York sports fan, both of us, all of us have that experience. I feel like that's a style that plays a lot better to like a New York fan base or a New York market and the temperament of the fan base in general. And I think that that's like a difficulty that perhaps Lane faced across his tenure. I don't know just if personality wise or like the way he interacts with media like if like it it has a very like lifelong assistant vibe yeah, to it. Yeah. Right? Um I think that uh I think that uh that was one of uh the things that maybe uh contributed to his undoing and had uh tens of thousands of people chanting for him to lose his chaos job. chaos bred under him. Like I, I I've been trying to find the words like in my head. Uh chaos bred under him. And it feels like when I when I zoom out, it feels like a Lord of the Flies type situation played out where Piggy got 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 Piggy got, got, got yeah. Piggy got got and then and then a guy took took the lead, but there was there was no nothing was resolved mm-hmm. because it was like I it, it was uh, it was just strange it, it it was strange that the entire cast comp- the entire same cast played so differently as if they'd never played with each other the whole like trademark of the team was the chemistry and the familiarity mm-hmm. and then the beginning of the lane era and then now the the beginning and end of it which in the middle was about channeling going back to playing barry trot style yeah and the, was the only the, thing the barzell was hurt yeah yeah like it's it's beef it's it's the way he couldn't he doesn't know what to say happened there i i don't either like mm-hmm. for a guy to be this hyped as a coach it it didn't hit. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't hit. And I I I do feel 
I do feel oddly about it because we we both play in bands. Mike plays in a band. I've spent I've spent the better part of my entire adult life touring uh, and playing music to varying degrees of making a living doing so. And uh, there's something about being in a public facing uh, profession that is very strange. And the way that people interact with you is very strange. And having to like having to have a bad night at work or like, you know, <laughs> like things away from the rink or things away from the venue or, you know, you know, going on even when you're at the fucking, you know, rink doing your job. And like that can be contributing to having have a like you having a bad time at work and yeah. then having to have that bad time play out in front of an audience is something that's really weird and strange and trippy. And I just I think I don't know, I, there's a there's a big part of me that feels for Elaine being someone who has to like work in a public facing position, you know, where like, I don't know, man. I saw I saw some crazy things said on the internet yeah. after you got fired. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Some oh. crazy things. <laughs> yes. And it's like that, that's just a guy, brother. He's at work. He's just ha- he's that, was, that was that was that was an all time that was an all time post Tuesday, dude. Like after the show, I was able to like stay in show mode, but every like every uh, couple at least for like a, a, a brief like two or three minute segment of every hour and a half, two hours, it, I, it would creep back into my brain like, oh shit, Bar- oh shit, uh, Patrick Waugh is the coach. And then I had like, and, and then I, cause I, I'd had to, I'd had to fight not like seeing everything. So I just got it all at the end of the night. Yeah. It was, you macro dosed. I, uh, I, oh man, I hit the, I hit the bed to just like see, finally catch up and mm-hmm. just like, I'm just like, belly laughing in in like in bed i was i was sitting here i'm in the middle of mixing a record right so i was sitting here and i'm you know chipping away at it chipping away at it and usually when i do that you know i like to i put my phone away i stuff it in the drawer i put it on do not disturb or whatever and I, that way i can focus get myself into like real like flow state while i'm working um yeah. and i had been working maybe like an hour i try to give myself like a 10 minute break or so every hour just like reset my ears take a little time take a you know, go get a, go get a snack or a drink of water or whatever. And I'll check my phone. I'll fuck around on, you know, Instagram for a couple of minutes or whatever. And, uh, I had my phone in the drawer and I pull it out and I had a text. Uh, I had a text from my Islanders, uncle, uncle Joe, uncle Joe <laughs> texted me and just said the Islanders hired Patrick Wah, which was not a name that I had even heard from anyone that was in consideration. And I was like, is he kidding? And then the first thing I did was go to the chat. And then I could like, I was like, oh, he's not kidding. I can't believe this. And then the chat's buzzing, but then I had to continue working because I have a fucking deadline on this record. So then I had to put my phone back on do not and sit here and I'm sitting here EQing like snare drum or whatever, fucking around with plate reverbs and whatever the fuck. And just every 10 seconds, my brain's like Patrick Wah. And I, it was so hard to not just be on my phone while that was happening. Yeah. I just, I just feel you. Yeah, no, it was rough. Yes. It was rough. Uh, but that was get it getting to get all the all the all the tweets at the end of the day yes. and seeing all the group chat. It, like it was just man, that was it was kind of like the game six when the Islanders put the put the Bruins away, where they were just battered. They were just battered at the end of that series. Yep. Like that ended Rask's career. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Like it, it was R. a R. P. Bozo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 
So I don't know. I the energy the energy is fucking unreal. It's it's very cool. I'm uh I'm really excited. What what do you what is your percentage optimism versus? Uh, uh, I, I would say the, the team is performed. I, I would say. So I would say 75, 25, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, pretty similar. Uh, maybe just, I, I lean a little more just because I feel like maybe there's been a weird, it, it, I've just felt like maybe the room has been weird since Barry left. And, Mm -hmm. and I feel like this, this was a actual fresh And this was an act. Yeah. The thing that they were saying Lane was going to be, this is the actualized that. It's very difficult to say that what is needed is a new voice in the room. And then you hire the guy that's been in the room for three years. Yeah. That's not. So that's a, that's an RIP to, to Lane, the main brain Lambert. Um, I wish Lane. See you at the crosser. Yeah. Um, Which cross next. I mean, we, the, the, between episodes, uh, the record was two five and one, starting with that Vegas away game, going to last night's uh, last night's dub, big dub in in Wa's debut. Um, it that was uh, <clears throat> I mean, if we want to just talk about that that as a a whole arc, it's crazy. The 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 it's so over. We're so back uh like charts mm. it was it can't it couldn't be more pronounced it could not be more pronounced than like losing losing to the blackhawks on friday yes to 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 beating uh to to, to patrick Wah getting hired the next day mm-hmm. 3 3 p.m the next day and then winning in dramatic fashion uh the first game 360 it's like unbelievable uh, I, 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 um, what were the things that you noticed maybe during that, that, that stretch that signified to you like, oh yeah, no, this is, this is, has to be over. Um, tuning out all of like the, you know, stuff you see online or the stuff that like other, like friends who are fans would discuss tuning all that stuff out and just reducing it to on ice like uh eye test stuff from because mm-hmm. I, I believe i watched every single game uh during that stretch of games um honestly like like body language like just the the players themselves seemed so dejected i really i noticed it a lot in barzell from the moment that uh, the first line, the Lee Horvat uh, Barzell line, got split up, and he was put down to center to fill in for Sezikis. Um, from the moment uh. that occurred, uh, you know, I just saw a difference within, like, like the his he lost his joie de vivre uh, to yeah. keep it French. Uh, his the spark in his eye left, just slumped, upset, like. I think he was pointless in three or four straight for the first time all year. Like, and I noticed just a lot of that type of stuff, like just instantaneous defeat and frustration. Anytime there was any semblance of adversity in a game. And you, and you know, for me, when it was so palpable, like speaking about frustration, Mm -hmm. the way Butch was going off 
in some of these games mm-hmm. was was like was he went hard he went hard on like their their play being unacceptable and he's right and i would imagine that it's almost difficult to be in in the position of like the broadcast team because how do you speak truly on the state of what everyone is witnessing without, without disgust with yeah without disgust and without upsetting your overlords you yeah know, it must be like a difficult line to dance and i feel like it was telling that butch was becoming more unable to kind of uh dance that line yeah that that was that was a really big tell because i i, I can't remember which game it was that that he was uh most upset about but it, it was just it was consistently there uh and he was he was he wasn't like uh caping for them on the penalties either mm-hmm. he was up deserve that yeah, one yeah yeah you know uh so that that was a really big uh it's over uh touching just briefly on the nashville game mm-hmm. dude i can't it, it the like my friend, oh, the, I didn't the, to finish that anecdote. Best man Todd's in my ear, and I just like I can tell that they're gonna score, and he's like, dude, no, no, they got this. The, the penalty kill's almost over, and I'm just like, it's the immediately like with like within five seconds. Let no like within like two seconds, <laughs> yeah. like, and uh, and then the same thing happens with the game winning goal. And I, and and like I, like he just looked at me, just laughing hysterically, <laughs> just like they 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 definitely understood. Uh, so L- Lane got to got to bring that moment, and and Matt Martin, him having Matt Martin on the ice with thirty seconds to go, mm-hmm. re- a real lost plot, like we've lost the plot type situation. Yeah, but that, uh, that's when that's going I, on, I, I saw so much lost plot stuff where it was just like. <laughs> Put whatever defenseman in. Put whatever line combos out. Put whoever on the ice. We're gonna roll four lines always, dude. Not even dude, I, and I get as a you know honestly, maybe I, I, as a guy that myself may may get shit can soon. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like sometimes that's just the energy when you know that's happening. You're just playing jazz at work these days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that that's what was yeah that, that's what was happening. The the better call Saul episode where he uh, he tries to get fired mm-hmm. and and succeeds yes that's what it, it feels like that was this whole season with lane mm-hmm. very great. bit it, it's a great bit if it was a bit um and i was at the game i was at the game last night which was like dude it was that was such a it's it's it felt like a reset like it felt like i was going to a, 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 a season uh, opener yeah exactly yeah. mm-hmm and yeah, it kind of had that energy to it. Um, and well, because it, yeah, it, it, it's a coach and a team getting to experience each other for the first time on the ice that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, dude, it was crazy, especially like the fact that within the first minute they gave up a like two on one that just became like a soft breakaway for Duchesne. And yes. he, like, I think, like, it either hit the post or or like uh Sorokin just got like a knob on it or something. Mm-hmm. Um but like because let me tell you, for all the excitement going into the game, if they just immediately give up a breakaway goal, it was a to tough start. Like, it was a tough four or five minutes, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Kind of getting worked. 
yeah, it was it was fucked up, man. Yeah. It was, but that that was the it was crazy from having been there. The energy to that game, and then once they started to turn it turn it on, and you saw Barzell, you saw Barzell buzzing mm-hmm. in ways that you hadn't seen in a long time. The with the, the, the bo- yeah, it was it was back, it was back, and like him him going and like dude a romanov like oh wow dude he has arrived like we really i i i feel uh he has to hold this he has to hold this because like this needs to be it this needs to be how he plays man mm-hmm. he is doing the stout stuff defensively he's not going if anything you're not seeing as many like highlight reel hits because he's he's trying to just be a little bit more precise mm-hmm. in his gaps and positioning Yes. And when he can throw the hit, he will. But like he's having to think about the transition side of the game more than anything and possession. I, I think he he's very high on my list of players that I'm very, very interested to see how they sort of develop or evolve their game under Patrick Waugh. Yeah. Maybe, maybe top three. Yeah. I, I really think it might be a situation uh, – it might be a situation that benefits him greatly. And, and, uh, and then, you know, you, you're feeling good after the first period, even though Sorokin, Sorokin played out of his fucking skull this game. And I, you got to imagine he was fucking ecstatic yes. to be playing. And both goalies looked like they re- they realized, Oh, I'm uh, Patrick was like going to watch my yeah. whole game. Yeah. Very, very closely. Yeah. very The most closely. Uh-huh. Patrick Watt could not be more invested in anything more in this moment than this than right what now. I am doing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, as a goalie, that's a huge, that's a huge spotlight. And they, they both, they both went went sicko mode. Uh, and Sorokin, man, it was great. Um, and then, but the, the breakdowns kept happening. Mm-hmm. They get worked. Aho, Aho, Aho Mayfield, rough, rough Bolduc, rough games. The rough looked rougher. The rough look rougher, and and you got to see where certain guys are breaking in your when you're sure in the middle. Like for me, Gautier played like shit, and I thought like that made me feel like oh he's not reading the game well enough for what they're trying to play. Mm-hmm. I, he's I the thought, guy that's messing up. He's got he's the guy he's that's making them the cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt that same way. He's he's just kind of like uh, the drill killer. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that's he kills the drill. You got to do it again. He's the guy that 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 Patrick's uh, barking at. You have to be good at this. You <laughs> Dude, need to be good at this. The concept of that being that that's like that is a Tim Robinson type di- like diction like like mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, there's a uh, there's a Cutco uh, energy to the to <laughs> to, to, to it. I'm, um, I'm interested to see because uh, obviously three of the six defensemen were shaky at best yeah that's, i think that's being generous pelic um, was pelic was great pelic back pelic it was great i thought so too that was uh, my favorite game that adams played all year yeah he that was that was great stuff mm-hmm. uh and and uh yeah romanov romanov was i mean they were they were good and i would say they were good when they had to get get compact, they were good because they were they were getting to the pucks first, and that was all the difference in a lot of those scenarios was they were getting to the pucks first. Uh, 
And uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, the 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 defense. Um, and who who else? Aho, yeah, Aho falling a lot, getting worked a Quite lot. A quite a bit brutal I'm, to watch I'm man it's to see, it drives me nuts i i maybe i was not surprised that riley was scratched again because it might have just mm-hmm. been a thing where you know this man got to long island 15 minutes ago and is asking uh <laughs> is asking the assistant coaches okay who played last game all right perfect yeah so i might i might as well yeah. test out where they're at right yeah, now it, yeah exactly and uh but i don't see any world where mike riley should be sitting over at least two of those other three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that him getting scratched had a lot to do with him taking bad penalties, multiple games in a row. Um, Dobson, uh, D- Dobson looked, looked pretty good. I thought so too. He, he looked a, pretty a, good. A couple of little slap passes that were beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, he could have easily had two or three assists uh, more last night. Um, he, yeah, he's, so there's a lot of there's a lot of and and when you see that when you see how the guys that you want to see playing well because they are your guys that you are definitively going forward with or that you want to try to go forward with to count on and build like the culture around seeing those being the guys that are playing the best that is overtime yeah that goal was nuts man the energy to that uh. And again, it was like Barzell making a smart defensive play. Great defensive play, and then a great pass. And a great read by Horvat to like to to make the to trust Barzell was gonna get that and make the jump. Barzell made the pass. Dude, that the roofing of that the the vibe was electric. I love I, it. Uh, hadn't had a moment with my father like that, I think, maybe in my life. Oh, you were with your dad? Uh it, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Which seeing Jason Robertson score. There was the it kind of like okay, he, that's the one that's allowed to score. No one else in on Dallas. That was the one we got it. Um, but uh, it was uh, yeah that that was it was electric seeing and and again Sorokin, you know, uh, just so he was so fucking huge, man. He was like so huge. What was this? Uh, he had forty three saves, I think. Uh, I think it was forty one. Doesn't I thought matter. it was like 43 or 45 shots, whichever one it was, you know, that's the, and, and you like in the hearing Patrick Watt talk about Sorokin in a post game is yeah. nuts. That's it's crazy, nuts. Right? And, and him, him talking just about, I think we relied too much on our goalie, like, and, and him talking about like, kind of just like wowed by Sorokin's like level is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And, and that it's like so encouraging of like, uh, no, despite all the noise and, and there's a pruder filming of every goal this guy gives up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy to ride with. Yes. And I'm, I'm really excited. I know Patrick Waugh said that he was going to defer to uh, the goalie coach or the goalie mm-hmm. coaching. Um, but I'm interested to see what effect, if any, having one of the best goaltenders in history uh, or having one of the best goalies in the world under the tutelage of one of the best goaltenders in history. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a unique. And, and I think the one thing he talked about was just like 
talking to them just about the off ice stuff and the mental side of things and and you know just you know how do you prepare and how do you shake things off and and how do you how do you get through how do you get through like th that's he's a guy that can get to you on that not not about the technique he he doesn't he's not going to pretend he's it, he he he's smart enough to know these aren't the same shots that he be that that he's used to facing yes and i just think that there's something intangible there's like a intangible understanding that comes with interacting with somebody that uh either performs or has performed uh at an extremely high level in your same exact profession there's like a there's an unspoken like like yeah companionship there and like an unspoken like that's something i always feel when interacting with like you know Man, this is who came before myself or whatever. You this know? is our Moneyball episode. Like, oh, ain't, ain't baseball beautiful or whatever yeah, the, yeah, the, the quote sure. is. <laughs> Very it cool. really is, man. Yeah, but I, I, I just think, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much of, like, uh, of an issue the language barrier presents, but I do think that, uh, I don't know, there's potential for something very, very, like, crazy and beautiful there especially with like varley having been coached by him before there's a nice story there they're, Bro, they're I, just, I know that the players group chats were so crazy post the chicago game yeah i, would I give anything uh, to read those group chats. i i, I wonder if if they, they made a pact to like let's let's win and then and then we'll party because i'm sure they wanted to like rage I, and i think i think not rage rage but let them uh, allow themselves an one indulgence mm -hmm. of, of some kind a one beverage uh so Rogan allowed himself to eat a cheeseburger that day. yeah yeah you know they just and they just get allowed to feel the joy to of chuckle once yeah <laughs> uh, aside from when he get when he gets uh interviewed by by uh isles tv and he just he just uh looks so so joy joyfully uncomfortable yes very cool um oh and a quick quick retraction it this is uh episode 72 so talk about at, at times you're saying for friend for a french connection here with beauvillier and an r.i.p bozo to uh lane lambert bozo yeah so yeah, I, I mean it, the the energy. What was it? So, oh, you got to talk about because I was at the game. What was your experience with this Wacam situation? Because I didn't see it. I didn't experience. <laughs> okay, so uh, the game screen gets cropped down, or not cropped down, but shrunk. I'm going to say thirty three to forty percent onto the right side of the screen, and they pull up just a little tiny window that's just non-stop footage of Patrick Waugh on the bench, mostly just standing there and watching the game. <laughs> not really doing much, not really moving, just talking like every, you know, 30 seconds he'd say something, not really very audible, or he'd whistle. And the thing that I found uh, to be interesting was he would like whistle or yell something and you could hear it in the, like the rink microphones. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't realize. Projecting. I didn't realize that until after the game i just remember thinking like i'm hearing oh the players are loud tonight and it was like no that it, that was that was all that's, patrick wah yeah that's so, that was that that was the one that you heard yeah that was very very cool 
Um, but what was not cool it's fucking was crazy, the, man. The wild cam was a little nuts because it was on the screen for like two minutes of gameplay straight. And it was the screen was so small. I got a regular TV. I have like a 45-inch TV or something. Like I could not see the puck. I like, you know, I was just trying to follow like the the player's movement, like where I think the puck might be or might be going based on like where the forwards are, you know, heading. You have this the size TV that like a, a doomsday prepper from like 2003 yes. uh, would kind of have, right? Yes. Yeah. As a, as a, as a doomsday prepper from 2023, uh, I'm respecting my roots. Yes. Um, let me see here. Oh, what players are you most curious about under under Wa? That, that we, I guess that we haven't covered already, and I'll use this to vamp while I'll look for any questions we got. Sorokin, Romanov. Uh, for reasons we discussed, I think Pelik. I'm interested to see if we can have like a Pelik return to Trotzian form. Mm-hmm. Um. First line's going to do its thing. Brock Nelson's going to do its thing. Um, I'm curious about Angval. Uh, Man. Yeah, I don't know. And he signed for six years, six more years after a, this. A long time. And then I'm curious about, I'm curious about everybody. I'm curious about the, the way the fourth line is relied upon. This is a nope. person that has no allegiance or attachment to the identity line. Yeah. You know, I'm interested to see on... Yo, do we see, do we see Martin scratched every once in a while? Do we see Cal scratched every once in a while? Not that I, I necessarily feel one way or another about it. I just think it's a potentiality that would was Cal, not. One Cal's starting one. to get a little bad with the with the the puck. Uh, it's starting to lose his handle a bit. You notice that? Uh, I have not noticed that, but I think I've been less invested the last five, six games. You, you're still thawing. You're still thawing yeah, from yeah, the yeah. from the lane. From the think, ice age. I think so. But that, and then, uh, I don't know. I'll say, I've said everybody basically, but I'll say Mayfield probably. Mayfield, uh, Mayfield's been having a rough one. So I, I wonder if a little change or little tweaks to the defensive scheme will, uh, benefit him. Man, I'm, I'm like trying to find questions because we asked, Interesting. So, so a lot of the questions are, yeah, most of them are not relevant now because they're largely about everything changed with the coaching kind of. So I don't really need okay. to answer any of these. Understand. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I th- feel like there's like a, what should they do to compete in the 24 next season? I feel like that's a question that is reset now. Um, respectfully, Matt, uh, just because I need I, I need to see what this team's gonna look like for a little bit before I, I make any any assessments because they could they could they could they could rock or and they can they could wilt because it, it, some people some of the dudes that need to be out of the room are gonna find out very quick. Mm-hmm. I, I also and, wonder how long the recalibration period is. Obviously all these people are professionals, but also they've been, you know, doing things, you know, ostensibly one way for, you know, a year and a half now. I wonder how long the like deprogramming and unlearning process is while like trying to like, you know, address, uh, address whatever it is that like, uh, Mr. Wah feels needs to be, uh, addressed. 
Well, one one of the questions I had asked or I, I uh, inquired about was what what job you know people think Lane should go for next. Uh, Ian Max uh, said uh, best suited to work at a record store. Imagine Lane as like the disinterested record store guy. I can see it. He's like, and he's the assistant manager. Wow. He's oh, a really no. good assistant manager. Oh no. And he, and he's having to fill the, the, the previous manager left. And now he's the acting manager. Damn. It's falling apart. Yeah. You'd the, see it. You'd see a record store fall out. The inventory would be a mess. The shirts um, would no longer be in alphabetical order. Uh, Corona Mo, this isn't a question as much as just a uh, reflection of uh, reaction to the time, which is still relevant. Uh, I feel pretty confident that this will work out better than expected. They will go on another multi-game point streak soon. Lane could easily work for an airline company, talks and looks like a pilot. Man, if Lane he was your pilot, like pilot. he yeah. wow, good eye, yeah. good eye. I don't know if you're making it to your destination. Yeah. And also like, you know, if, if you're, if you get turbulence, like getting a turbulence uh, news from, from Lane would be a, a, a bit alarming. I feel his energy turbulence. At yeah, all. yeah. 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 That would, that would be, that'd be fucked, man. Ugh. pilot for Alaska air. Uh, Brooklyn Vinny said Lane Lambert would be a fine. Oh my would be a fine mid-level bureaucrat for the Eric Adams administration. Very specific snipe. Would he be able... I, I'm not even sure he could be the bureaucrat. I feel like he's the bureaucrat's assistant. I think... <laughs> you, you, are, you are brutalizing this man's corpse. <laughs> All episode. <laughs> Jeez. Well, that's uh, nice. I think. Oh no, man! I'm just yeah. I'm playing. I I'm just playing the game. I'm just playing the 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 ice the way I see it. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, my main question: Why are they scratching Riley? Uh, I I think we, we touched on that. Has to be those penalties, right? Well, I, I mean, I I also think that maybe he just wanted to keep the lineup from the previous game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, I mean, pr- prior to Patrick Waugh's first game, it had to be the penalties. That's why they sat Riley. I think he took yeah two, two in the last game that he played and one in the game prior, and they were yeah kind of like and they were both like shitty, yeah, shitty, dumb stick. Them. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I think Patrick Waugh wanted to keep the lineup the same. But I think he, I think I'm curious. Yeah, I, he's going to get back. He's got. He better be back in the lineup for for next game. And I can see Waugh being the type of guy that that would tinker even with with a win if he knew realistically that that piece is going to hurt our chances of winning mm-hmm. long term I, I also think that like you know first impressions will uh stick for a bit uh and then uh also asked we gonna quick shift on thursday for the stadium series jersey reveal is that official? Is that I? I did you see the fake jersey that was? It seems I, I. It feels largely debunked that one. Yeah, it definitely was debunked, but it was. It looks so well. lazy. It just even for the like even for the Islanders, you know, Lou 
like uh, original reverse retro style boring. Yeah. Uh, that like had more thought than an effort put into those uh, proposed jerseys. It, it it was basically the the Oilers jersey that just is that. Yes. I don't know. I, same I thing. Got, I got the fisherman. I'm chilling forever on Jersey Talk. I'm I'm all set. I'm I'm I think I'm gonna I gotta see. Uh I think I wanna get I think I wanna get a couple and then call it a day because before the fanatics Fanatic deal is takeover, yeah. Yeah, so like I I get I get a white one and get a uh and get a third jersey. Uh, get a um, whatever the stadium series one is. If it's good, I if it's if it's like you know if it's somehow it's not going to be the plague jerseys that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, that look the the uh, uh, the Homer Simpson uh, designed this car <laughs> style jerseys, where where there's no concept of of design yes. or any any anything really. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Wallstrom Stadium Series jersey. Is that where you're leaning? That's cursed. That's cursed. I would. I'm leaning. I know Brooklyn Vinny is leaning towards Romanov, or no, is is certain um, he's going to do Romanov. Oh, that's cool. That's probably going to be a strong one. I feel like Stadium Series, you go with a a character, like a role player that got to play in that game, kind of thing. You know, like a, a good jersey. one. That's a good. I, that's a good Pajot. And he was a guy that when you're these guys that you're like, you know, that are just kind of hovering in the middle. Pajot looked better last night for sure. Pajot was playing great. Yeah. Has he was, be, he was moving Quebec, Correct. He he was. Yeah. Quebec. Juice. See, like the whole, the, the, there were so many stories within store, like everything. Yeah. This was like an episode of Ted Lasso. Basically <laughs> the whole, the whole thing was just him. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was so funny that we got to experience a a hockey professional hockey game where there was literally a main character. Yes, there's a main character to this game. They put a camera on him for five it's crazy, <laughs> and he doesn't play in the game. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is like an all time uh, all time moment. Um, yeah, I don't know a, a role player for me. Not not even a role player. Brock, I don't have a Brock, and it feels like getting oh. a Brock would be nice. And I feel like I gotta get a Pulak. Maybe, maybe Pulak Stadium Series. Oh, Pulak is my guy for Wah Wah because I think he's going to get him to be more offensive. He has the skills and like be like you are going to put up points. You have the ability to mm-hmm. put up points, and you need to think about how to play a game that is more offensive because your skills are too good to have like. 30-ish point seasons. I, I love that answer. That's cool. Um, I think, do we have any others? No, we don't got any other uh, questions. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm good, man. I feel fucking jazzed about this. I do too. This is like, you know, the first time I've really been truly excited about the Islanders this season. Um, because I don't know, even coming out of, even coming out of training camp, there were so many, we, we were talking about issues with spot passes and defenders going behind the net when they shouldn't be and all types of nonsense from preseason this year. Yeah. And those issues were never addressed all year long. And there's been very few games this year 
where it's felt like they've had any sense of command over the game. Um, every game has been like a fucking close one for the most part. It, it comes down to did Sorokin make the make the save yeah. in the in the third period, like the point blank save in the third mm-hmm. period, exactly or not? Um, and you know, like obviously, I've been excited. There's been uh, you know, the Toronto game, for example, that was incredibly yeah. exciting. But this is the first time that I feel like. Or maybe I don't feel an underlying sense of like anxiety about the direction of the team or about like where the ceiling actually is um, this season. And I think Man. that's that's really fun. That's cool. I guess I should say before we go, you know, I beat up on Lane a lot here. He, you know, labor from a labor standpoint, I, I respect that that he uh, he he didn't he didn't quit. You got fired, so you get you get you get the bag. You secured it. You got paid. You got paid, and I respect it. I get it. I get it when you're working a job where you're like, "Oh, this ain't working." I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like I could do this, but I don't know. It's not working right now, so I don't know. That's that's what you. That was the energy. Yeah. And it, here's the thing that speaks to me. Yeah. I think it speaks to all of us, or it should at least. Yeah. And, and, uh, but so Lane, Lane was a very human coach. So, yeah. uh, so, and because of that, I'll see you at the crossroads and, uh, and we will see, see, the, see you guys. The, cro- the crossroads of, uh, Old Country Road and, uh, I don't know. Cans? Uh, Are you talking about cans? Yeah, exactly. I'm talking about cans. <laughs> but, but, uh, it's not, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's got, they've taken control now. And that's, that's better than than we can ever really do. We really got to get the hell out of here. The Lou haters are in shambles. The Lou haters are in shambles. See you later. Peace.